0: Hey, hey, hey! What's up, people? How are you doing today? It's a wonderful day. And today, I'm going to be talking to you about what it's like to be a content creator. Yes, sir, you're with The Average African Kid on the podcast today. So welcome. And if you're new here, my name is Toyo Eresanara. I am from Nigeria and I've had vast experiences traveling around the world and bringing to you a perspective from someone who is back home and sees things from a broader perspective, things that would usually overlook every single day, talking about them in more detail and bringing them to light. And today we're going to be talking about how Being a content creator changes things. And this, I am dedicating this to my fellow content creators and aspiring content creators who want to be content creators, those who are are yet scared, those who are shy, those who are still procrastinating on starting, and those who have actually started. My nose is a bit clogged up, so my voice is not as clear. It's a bit nasal, but it's okay. Okay, let's go. And um I start by telling about my story about why I became a content creator. In in the very beginning I thought it very fascinating that people are just um, making videos. I started with YouTube first of all. People are just making videos and they're making a living. And it started becoming more than that. People were not just making a living. They were making money and they were actually doing so well financially that um that they didn't have to have all the jobs. And it struck me because all my life I've had this perspective in my mind that I never wanted to work in a desk job, never wanted to work in an office. And funny thing, that was the whole reason, my whole mindset behind <laughs> behind saying I did not want to become an engineer because in my, home, my little mind, all I could see engineers doing was sitting behind a desk drawing um, things and um, answering clients. Little did I realize it this year that, oops, oops, bump up the mic. Little there, I realized it this year that even the profession, which I chose, medicine, <laughs> would sit behind the desk quite a bit. And I wasn't too happy with finding that out recently, but hey, you're in the real world. You got to make do with what you got to make do with. And the fact that being a content creator afforded me the opportunity to be creative and still run my own business was like mind-blowing. I was like, wow, this is what I really want to do and i felt the leading of the lord like when i was a lot younger when i was st- starting college i felt this leading like to start a youtube channel that was like in 2015 and i was like okay i'm going to start and i didn't start until late 2016 like december and i and i actually didn't really start there i just punched in one video and stopped and it was more like in 2018 2019 that i actually took off on youtube and started growing right now my musical kinetics youtube channel is about four hundred above four hundred subscribers, nowhere near the one thousand subscriber mark, but I kept growing there. And I found the podcasting avenue and I was like, okay, I'm gonna start early. I'm not gonna say make the same mistakes I made on YouTube and I'm just gonna start creating things right now because I know that if I'm gonna be who I'm called to be in this fair, I might as well take the leap and become one of the early adopters. And that's how I got into the podcasting game earlier than um, than some would say they got into it. And it was not until my dad died that I really took off on podcasting because initially I was scared. Like what people say about my avenue, what would they say about what I have to say? I was scared about what people had to say, to say what their their thoughts and their opinions about me and my my podcast. But it took me, my, my pops passing on, to me to realize that I don't really care what people say as much. Like you might be listening to this, but I really do not care if you love this podcast or if you hate this podcast. All I hope to be able to do is provide some value for you for listening and some sorts of entertainment and some sorts of learning and some sorts of ways for me to document my journey along the way. So if you are encouraged, if you are blessed by this, I am highly happy. But if you find this podcast to be very not to your taste, not your taste, then you move on to find another podcast you can listen to. But I don't want you to go. But if you have to go, by all means, (laughs) the door is open. So once I realized that I stopped trying to be the guy was like everyone's best friend who yeah it's a bit harder for me to record like this but hey i'm gonna make do it or make it happen so i did what i could do and here i am podcasting and i want to encourage you that the major obstacles come within content creation are the fact that when you start off you are not getting as many views you are not getting as many downloads as you might want let me try something one second Okay, we're back. You're not getting as many downloads as you might want, and you're not getting as, as much uh, revenue, if not revenue at all, from what you're doing. And you might start YouTube, and you might hear people are making money on YouTube, and you're like, hey, I need to get to 1,000 subscribers first, what? And you get a podcast, and you're like, hey, I need to have this number of downloads first because before I can actually start getting deals. Or if you're running an Anchor, you're already making some money, but then it's small compared to how much um, you can make otherwise. But then the money starts coming into play, You're like, wow, I'm putting all this time and effort, and it's yielding no results. I'm like, why am I wasting so much time? Let me go go back to something else that makes more sense. And this is why I want you to hold that on. I know it might think it might feel intimidating with all that's happening. Basically, the money is the part that really gets people down initially. It's like I'm putting so much effort in, and nothing is happening. And that's where I had to start changing my 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 mode of measurement. I stopped measuring the growth of my creative platform, my content creation by the amount of money I made. Because in my mind, I was thinking about a higher income stream, like get paid cool amount of money, and then you can use that to live off and actually reinvest into more equipment and more into more gear. Because as it is now, I have invested a lot, a bit, a lot more than I have actually gotten out of podcasting in terms of the financial sides. But that's not the point right now. And by changing my my metric of measuring my success, I was able to like make more progress because I wasn't looking at the, the money I was making and I was not looking at the number of downloads I was getting anymore. If that makes sense to you. I stopped measuring my success by how much people engage with my content. And I started in measuring my success by how much people engaged in my content. And what I mean is that I stopped looking at the numbers, making it a quantitative measurement, but more like a qualitative, like those feedbacks I got from people who actually reached out to me and tell me, hey, that your particular episode was so life-changing, I enjoyed it. Or someone else like, hey, I've been following your podcast, really nice concept you're bringing about here. Or, hey, I like this thing you talked about, like, hey, I just heard this thing, is it it really true? Can I check out the links you sent me? And I was like, yeah, check them out. And these kinds of things actually encourage me more than um, they did in the past, because I'm now seeing that the measure of value I add to people is the measure of value that will eventually be poured back into my channel over time. So I am not working on a timeline of someone who's trying to make as much money as possible as quickly as possible, but I'm working on the timeline of someone who wants to add as much value to my audience over time. It sounds cliche now, but it makes a lot more sense to me seeing it happen. Because if you look at the money, if you look at the number of downloads, you say you want to have a million subscribers or you want to have like 10 million downloads, you will burn out and you will get frustrated because it doesn't grow as fast as you might want. It might take time. It might take a year or two or three years. And who knows, this podcast might be like three years away from becoming a big hit or it might just be like one episode away. I don't know. I will never know. But I'm going to be growing incrementally over time. So I wanted to just give this out there to encourage young people who are trying to be getting into this content creation. If you're not, if you don't think you are as young, I'm still encouraging you because by fact that you're listening to this podcast, There's something in you that wants to learn. There's something to to see the the cultural implications of things. So I'm encouraging you to start something. Start a YouTube channel. And if you really don't want to be seen, start a podcast. Podcasts are really nice because it's just coming into existence, y'all. I know it's been on for a few years now, but Podcast Age, the dawn of the Podcast Age is actually just upon us. So... Start a topic, start a podcast about something. I have more videos about this, how to start a podcast. Like one of my first videos in 2021 was how to start a podcast. And I might be making more things about that in the future. So check that out. So go out there, make some content. Oh, TikTok might be a good one too. Um, Instagram, it's older, but still, yeah, you might still get some value from these guys. I I need to brush up and get my own hands more into these tiny details. So that's all I have for you today. That's inside the mind of a content creator encouraging you to Step up and make some content for yourself and the rest of the world. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you next time, guys. Take care.